Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Shows served up hot and fresh here on the fan. Everywhere you go, Wisconsin's all in. Staying six feet apart and keeping gatherings smaller ways we can all help defeat the virus. Be a good neighbor. Show us how you're all in using hashtag WeAreAllIn. Learn more at WeAreAllInWI.com. That's WeAreAllInWI.com. Joining us now, former Saints quarterback, now WWL Radio in New Orleans, he is Bobby Abear on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Bobby, thanks for coming on. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, boy, Sunday night football, prime time. Uh, both the Saints and the Packers, they're pretty good primetime teams to have on if you want to be entertained, especially, come on, uh, Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. And I don't know why people are poo-pooing Drew Brees. Uh, uh, that, that, that to me is like one game. Let's hit the panic button. Uh, come on. <laughs> See, and that's the one thing for me that, you know, I, I kind of struggle with is all of a sudden people act like, well, he just aged overnight and now he's not the same quarterback anymore after one football game. I struggle with that. I mean, you watch all these games, obviously. I mean, what was the biggest well, difference that you saw from, say, week one to week two with Drew? Well, this season compared to even the end of last year, and, you know, you have to remember, you know who was the NFL player of the month in December of 2019? That's no. not even a year ago. Drew Brees. There you go. He's the player of the month. That wasn't like 2017, 16. This is December, player of the month in the whole National Football League. Now, his efficiency in the short passing game is not what we've seen in the past. Well, he never misses any of those throws, whether it's Alvin Kamara, whether it's a tight end. Just put it to you this way. Okay, you look at the last two seasons, and no one has won more football games than the New Orleans Saints the last three seasons. So if you look at 17, 18, and 19, but I'm going to go to 18. 
In 2018, he finishes the runner-up for the league MVP. In 2018, runner-up for the league MVP, and he ranked 39th among 46 qualified quarterbacks in average intended air yards at, at 7.1. Last season, he ranked 36 out of 39 with 6.7. Those two seasons represented, you'd have to say, what, the best of Breeze's career in terms of a passer rating because he almost never turned the ball over. The Saints had an NFL record last year. They only had eight giveaways. It was an NFL record. And he completed about 75% of his passes. And like I said, the last two seasons, 13-3, and 13-3. Now you got to win the championship. you got to win the Super Bowl. But I think right now he's gone from, compared to last year, instead of being a 75% passer, he's at 65%. So nearly uh, 10 percentage points worse than each of the last two seasons. So that's why I think all of a sudden he's not as dominant, efficient, uh, Look, they were 60% on third down, They, but I'm disappointed in our defense. Our defense, I don't know, was limited training camp. They looked awesome, but they couldn't get off the field. They couldn't get off the field against the Raiders. And, uh, no, I'm worried about our defense against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, but I'm not worried about our offense long term. I always look at, and I know the Packers would say this, look, how, look right now where their offense is ranked. Give me, it doesn't have to be the number one overall offense, give me a top 10 offense and top 10 defense. But that, that's the balance that I want. And uh, right now, very disappointing because we take for granted the Saints are always being a uh, top 10 offense. They're like 20th or something. So the fans are a little spoiled. Uh, but that's why I tell them, so, so mm. pull your role. you got to break the season down in quarters. I mean, and the Packers come into town to go, oh, no, what was me? Well, there's a reason. Listen, I'm not saying Green Bay's not going to win. But why does Las Vegas have the Saints a three-point favorite if Green Bay so hot and the Saints are heading in the wrong direction? I think people just panic. <laughs> That's a huge problem. Well, no doubt about it, Bobby. Bobby, this is Gary Ellison talking here. I want Because you went there, I want to ask you this question here because basically uh, the fans and most other people, talk show hosts, we basically ran Mike McCarthy out of town. Uh does does Sean Payton get any smoke at all about only winning one championship there and you've got this once-in-a-lifetime player in Drew Brees and you hadn't done enough putting any players around him? Because that's what the consensus right. is around Mike McCarthy. Are you are you is, is Sean Payton under that kind of duress there in New Orleans? No, uh Sean Payton right now says they've won the most games the last three years, but again, you gotta win a championship. I, I, I always check him. I said, what are you talking about? You remember days when you just hoped the Saints would have a winning season? We've had <laughs> the most wins. So at least you know your team. You, then you're extremely disappointed if you don't get the 10 wins and you're not in the hunt. No, it's Super Bowl or bust right now for the Saints. But Gail Benson, the owner, and then Mickey Loomis. Mickey Loomis has the combination of him and Sean Payton. No, Sean's not going anywhere. They'd have to go <laughs> – Below 500 for about five years in a row. <laughs> but Sean the night before, no. Sean, there's still a lot of faith in Sean Payton, and obviously they want to see things after Drew Brees. I mean, the year they won the Super Bowl in 2009, in 2011 they had a, a, a better team. They had five turnovers. They took the lead twice in San Francisco under five minutes, and then Greg Williams and the defense couldn't stop them. But they were better that year. Then we all know about the nine call. 
uh, up against the Rams. Right. Come on, they're in the Super Bowl. They gave the, the Patriots a way better game. No, they they listen. Sean, right now, the natives could get restless if all of a sudden you have a couple of uh, uh, 500 seasons or below. But but I don't see that right now. The Saints really has a good team. I think even without Drew Brees, but. They just laid an egg against the Raiders, and it got humbled. There's nothing wrong with getting humbled. It's how you respond from that adversity. Yeah, hey, uh, how you doing, Bobby? It's Leroy Butler. When you're hey, Leroy, a quarterback, you doing, doing good, my brother. Appreciate you coming on. If you're a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees, as you were, how does that affect you if your number one guy is out, like a Michael Thomas or a Devontae Adams? Do you just spread it around, just run the system? Or do things, is it off a little bit because you don't have a security blanket? Now that security blanket now could be, you know, Cook or Kamara. How does that work in a quarterback's head? Well, it, it does affect. And I was always fortunate. Uh, I played with great receivers. And I was like, hey, please make me look good. I'm going to give you the ball yards after the catch. Yep. <laughs> I always yep. that. Yeah, I <laughs> with, in college, I played with Mark Super Duper, who set all those records with Dan Marino and Mark Clayton. I got to play with the great A.C. Anthony Carter. That's the reason why they have the number one at University of Michigan. And then I was right. fortunate Eric Martin was a beast. Eric he was Martin, very similar man, to Michael nice. Thomas. He, he, yeah. he ran a 4 8 40, but he'd always get open on a slant no matter what leverage you had on him. Then I played with Andre Risen. We get in the red zone. Andre Risen, half the time, he drove, he drove uh, June Jones is cr- crazy. We were running the running shoot. He would just make up a route. But I knew I could, I could count on him. He would get open. <laughs> then you get a touchdown. So, yeah, Michael Thomas, listen, that's when they said, oh, he might play against the Raiders and the Packers. So, what, he's not playing. If you've got a high ankle sprain, Leroy, y'all know this. High ankle sprain, that's like a broke ankle. It's bad. That's like four to six weeks. There's no way you could come back in two weeks. Now, if it's the Super Bowl, you maybe would, would play hurt, you shoot it up and all that. But we don't want him all gimping for the rest of the season and, and not full speed. So I'm, I'm looking maybe not until they play the Chargers on Monday night uh, again that Michael Thomas will be back. But Drew Brees spreads the wealth. That's one thing he's always done. At least eight different receivers going to catch a ball, sometimes as high as you look, 10 or 11 in the game. So, no, they're, they're going to have a game plan. But um, they'll be interesting to see because, you know, they didn't have that offseason with Emmanuel Sanders and uh, how him and Drew Brees could start connecting. Because as they counting on as a number two guy, and Traquan mm-hmm. Smith has never really developed into that number two, even though they want him to. But I think it was going to be still critical. Jared Cook at tight end and Alvin Kamara. I mean, you're going to see them get the targets. And then uh, right. maybe they develop an Emmanuel Sanders uh, with more opportunities. Yeah, I got one a follow up for quarterbacks. Then I think Steve may have a taste in here question. I hope he doesn't though. Uh, <laughs> now, Bobby, I know this is going to be a hard question, but I know you're a smart man. You can make it work. Now, when they had the All Decade team, it was some people in New Orleans fan base said they thought Drew Brees should be the All Decade quarterback behind Tom Brady, but it was Aaron Rodgers. How did the fans uh, react to that? that you know, did they even notice it? Yeah, but, but I mean, you know what Aaron Rodgers will always have uh, over Drew Brees and he's just intrigued with? Because how they can mm-hmm. spin it. How they can yeah. spin the rock. Yeah. Well, yeah. Did you see that throw? Yeah. He's heading in one yeah. direction. He's throwing yeah. the opposite direction. Yeah. But, but, but when, you look at, when you look at accomplishments, come on, the, the, Drew Brees is going to have all the records. 
I mean, he's right all, up there with Tom Brady. Them. That's why I'm telling you, <laughs> Drew Brees wants to win that second Super Bowl so bad. I know Sean Payton, for his legacy, he wants that too. But I think that's what just the fans, when they're like, oh, well, well Drew Brees, an overachiever. Then you walk by Drew Brees on the street. If you didn't know his face, you wouldn't say that's an NFL football player. Drew Brees is a little dude. <laughs> Right. He's not a big guy. I just think when people are intrigued, you look at the different body positions, how Pat Mahomes can sling it, how, you know, Aaron Rodgers. No, Drew Brees is so fundamentally sound. He has to have his feet in place. And he, sometimes he barely can see over the offensive line. So kind of like an overachiever. And I think that's why Aaron Rodgers got uh, more recognition than Drew Brees. Because if you look at the, the records and, and how he had the Saints offense, always, always number one. And uh, the proof's there, but I think people are more intrigued with Aaron Rodgers just because how he can freaking throw the football. Talking with Bobby Abair, former Saints quarterback, uh, of course, is still a host uh, down in New Orleans on WWL Radio. What about Emmanuel Sanders? There's been some talk about him uh, through the first couple of weeks uh, of not maybe being that big play guy that they were looking for. But again, only two weeks early on. Your thoughts on him? Well, uh, I can tell you why they gave Emmanuel Sanders the contract. Because uh, in that shootout game last year in the Dome, it's like whoever had the ball last was going to win. Oh, Emmanuel yeah, Sanders burned that. the Saints' defense. He had 168 yards receiving. So Sean Payton was so intrigued with that. But other than that game, um, he made he put his hay in the barn, so to speak, when he's in a Broncos uniform. Not necessarily for a Niner, so – they look at that not necessarily being a flash in the pan, but uh, look, I, I was there at the practices, you know, having to wear a mask, socially distancing, and and I've seen Drew Brees and uh, Emmanuel Sanders uh, hooking up. Uh, you know, people think you got to throw a bomb 60, 70 yards. No, it's all about anticipation. You throw it 45 yards in the air, and then uh, you know, then they get the yak, they get the yardage on a deep ball, uh, you know, just by running. But but. I'll, I'll look for those type throws because I've seen him hit Emmanuel Sanders at least four or five times on a what, what I would call a bomb for Drew, like 50 yards in training camp. So I think it's just a matter of time. Bobby, what's the what's the deal with the fans in the stands there? We had er, heard early on that there were going to be fans and then maybe not, and then they said they're going to have some guys, some people there. Any word on that? Yeah. Well, it's going to be uh, 750 people. So that's uh, obviously family members, extended family, uh, you know, the politics and everything. I know the governor's going to be at the game. The mayor of New Orleans, Mayor Cantrell, she's going to be at the game. They want to see how it's going to go and if they're doing things right as, as far as the, the right, uh, you know, protocol uh, going forward. Because I always thought they weren't going to have fans, uh, you know, until the middle of October, October 13. I think it's a uh, Monday night when the charges come to town. But, you know, the fans are ticked off the Hudak Nation. They'll go like, man, this is the greatest to have season tickets. You couldn't even have a, a, a better being a season ticket holder. And, and we can't go to the game. You got Tom Brady coming to town week one. <laughs> then you have Aaron Rodgers uh, of Sunday Night Football. I can't go to that game. So they're more mad about that because they can't go see the great quarterbacks and players. But then you got Pat Mahomes coming in later. So hopefully they'll have it. But I, I think you'll see that, uh, you know, fifteen uh, to 20,000 uh, type ratio when they when they do have fans. And I think, like I said, that'll be for that October 13 game on Monday night against the Chargers. Yeah, uh, Bobby, uh, who on defense back when you played did you really uh, connect with? Uh, I'm a big Sam Mills guy, Ricky Jackson, uh, 
those guys were just amazing because uh, it just seemed like uh, Brett Favre when he played when we played at night he had more friends on defense on our defense oh, yeah, me than too. offense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know why hey, that is. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I, I was the same player. I, I'll tell you, so I'm gonna hang in there and get hit in the mouth and all that. And I'm going to try and get the most out of my ability. No, me and the Dome Patrol, we were like bros. I mean, come on, uh, Ricky Jackson, Pat Swilling, yeah, Sam Mills, Pat Von Swilling. Johnson. And, you know, uh, two of the Dome Patrol members, you know, died too early. Sam Mills passed away, and uh, Von yep. Johnson just recently. But, no, I, I, I would always uh, hang out. Uh, I'd hang out with the defense and offensive line. And then, uh, and then Eric Martin was the type of receiver. Like I said, he ran a 4-8-40, but he was always open. So, uh, I don't know, kind of more blue-collar, hang in the pocket. I mean, I can tell you mm-hmm. right now, uh, the way to protect the quarterback, you can't re- really hit him. I mean, I'm not going to play two or three more years. <laughs> You'd have got a couple more checks, d I got a couple more checks out of I ended up getting 11 concussions, and so I'd hang in there. and stuff. But, yeah, I think my front teeth knocked out and all that. So now they, I don't know, you you barely touch them. They're looking at the referee. You're not going to call that? I got a quick story to tell you. One time we were playing the 49ers and, and Joe Montana. And i never forget it was um, God, uh, Charles Haley. Charles Haley comes yeah, flying Haley, in there, yeah. and the ball's way out of my hand. And, and he hits me across the head. I look at the referee. I said, man, you're not going to um, you know, call that? And, 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 you know, and he kept walking away from me. I said, I cannot believe you're not going to call that rough. And I said, I bet if that, that was Joe Montana, you would have called it. He turned around, looked at me, and he goes, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Bobby, real quick, though, you know, you play a little bit for Atlanta. Uh, how, how are you received down there with them Falcons? Because, you know, that's a huge rivalry between the Saints and the Falcons. Oh, oh, God. Yes, they, yes, but, but you know is. what? A lot yes, of people in the city of Atlanta, Atlanta. Now, people from Georgia, usually Georgia Bulldogs uh, fans first. If, right. if the Falcons win, then they'll jump on the bandwagon. But they know, come on, I was raised 50 miles south of New Orleans. They know I was a mercenary. I was just a hard gun. And, um, you know, going and, you know, end up making that Pro Bowl with, uh, with Farm and yeah. Steve Young in 94. But I thank June Jones helping me to learn uh, the run, the run, and shoot and everything. But they know I was just a mercenary. That, uh, that's like the same thing. When I, you know, my son played at LSU. I'm at an LSU-Alabama game. That's why sometimes I can't be in the press box because, you know, you're not supposed to cheer. And they were like, well, there's no cheering in the press box. I said, what, am I going to cheer for Alabama over LSU? Come on. <laughs> That's crazy. He has Bobby Amber, so former Saints for quarterback awesome. here on the fan. You got to get a prediction from Steve. You, you want- got to get a prediction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me Why get him. put him on the spot like Let that? Let me get it. Well, Bobby, grown-ass man. He can handle it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can handle That's that. True. Yeah. What you got? Prediction, prediction for us, Bobby. You want a prediction from me? Yeah. I think. Because if you look, uh, this is crazy. But look at the Saints. You're talking about a decade and a half. Both the Saints and the Packers, along with the Patriots, when Tom Brady was there, they average like always in the high 20s, 26, 27, 28. I'm going to go with the Saints, 34, the Packers, 30, and the Saints cover the three points. Oh, that's a shootout. Now, that might be a homer pick, but that's what I think. No, there it is. (laughs) Yeah, that's, you that's what Gary, we would say the same thing if we was on your show, so it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you picked the Saints on his show, too? That's crazy. 
<laughs> That's crazy, man. I don't know, Leroy. I thought you were a Bobby, guy. Bobby, real quick, you heard from Don Mikowski or no? From who now? Say it again. Don, Don Mikowski. Yeah, but Magic Man, you know, uh, when I, you know, I lived in Atlanta for 14 years because, you know, my kids in school and then high school, uh, you know, they would always tell me, uh, you know, I wanted to come back to Louisiana and go, Dad, uh, well, all our friends are here, and so had to wait till they went off to college, and one went to UC Berkeley, and the other one went to UC Santa Barbara. So them girls had me bamboozled. But anyway, <laughs> I, I was out in Atlanta uh, with, with Mikowski, Magic Man, and boy, football messed up his ankle. He got yeah, a jacked up ankle. Yep, well, I, I, I know that it was. But yeah, he, he was the one I remember. Uh, God, we were beating the Packers. At Lambeau Field was a great fall day. We were winning like 24 to 3 at half, and a magic man brought him back. I think it was 30 some to 30 some. We ended up losing. He completed about 14 passes in a row. Uh, that was the game. Ricky Jackson was out because he got in a bad car wreck, almost got decapitated, and he mm. broke his cheekbone. And they said, oh, he'll be out four to six weeks. Ricky missed. That's the only game Ricky Mix missed, and he played with a shield because he, he wouldn't he wouldn't even use his helmet. He utilized his hands and his shoulders, and he played that following week. So uh, he would have helped on against the Packers then. But yeah, Magic Magic was Magic. That was that was right before Brett Favre. So uh, yeah, that, that's yeah. old school. I, I even yeah. go back with Lynn Dickey. And all <laughs> that's who Gary played with. That yeah, was that's Dickey. Who I played with Dickey. Yeah, that yeah. I don't think yeah, people yeah. realize how good that guy really was. Right, they don't. Yes, yes, exactly. He he was an NFL quarterback. People, you know, people. Not everybody's gonna be superstars. You know, everybody thinks like, oh, I don't, who's that? I never heard of him. Well, come on, do you know football? Follow football. If you last in the NFL, if you can last anywhere close to a decade. You know, you got to stay healthy and all that. No, you, yeah. you you know the game of football to be able to uh, achieve something. Not everybody could be Tom Brady or, you know, even Drew Brees. No, that's. Right. No, but Drew Brees, I, I tell you what, talk about a good dude on and off the field. Uh, you know, my wife told me, y'all go like this story. My wife, my wife told me, look, if ever you hear anything bad about Drew Brees, uh, I, I, I don't want to hear it. She's talking about off the field. She goes, I don't want to hear it because then it's hopeless for mankind. I, I, you know what? <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop in here quick because I, I got a question for you quick. So he's the guy, obviously, in New Orleans. Where does Zion Williamson fall into that 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 spectrum there as far as fans and who they love in that town? Well, with Zion, they want to jump on the bandwagon, but he's seen too much etouffee. He got to get in shape. He looks like he should be playing for the Saints instead of the Pelicans. He might. put him on the line. Yeah. No, no. They, they listen. They want Zion to work out. Yeah, and, the, and the fans, you know what the fans are here in New Orleans for basketball, the NBA? If the team wins, they'll be like the Falcons football fans. They'll be in that number. But if the Pelicans aren't winning, the hope that, that, that they, there's the interest is not there. This is football country. SEC, LSU, Saints, though, the, right. the, that's how people focus. That's what their focus is. But if the Pelicans win, they'll be on that bandwagon. But, uh, well, we had to, since I've, you know, been back uh, from Atlanta, I started, you know, when I came back and since 2005. But we had, well, I think, you know, Chris Paul, yep. we had Anthony Davis, and now uh, Zion. So uh, they wanted to work out. They just think he's too damn fat right now. Yeah, it could be a problem. We'll see. We'll see how he does. Bobby, thanks so much for coming on, man. Always love it. 
All right. Talk to y'all later. Hey, I always love, uh, you know, why I love Pat, the Packers and the Packer fans. Cause uh, I, I just quick story. My, my, I never have a quick story, but this is <laughs> Jimmy Taylor. Jimmy Taylor. LSU. From LSU. Jim my Taylor. dad graduated from LSU. Bad boy. And, and, and Jimmy Taylor. So he always cheered for the Packers. So as a kid, I was Bart Starr. That's why I was number 15 in high school because of Bart Starr. But I always liked the Packers, like the Saints, because they're real people. They're blue collar. They're not prima donna like the Jets and the Giants fans or any big city where, God, the Jets and the Giants. NFL has to hate that. New York sucks. <laughs> anyway, I appreciate you having me on because I think the Saints and the Packers fans are the same people, just live in different parts of the country. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? All right. Take care, Bobby. All right. Okay. You betcha. There he is. Bobby Bear on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. It's our passion not growing your home. Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit greatmidwestbank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. Gary, you've been on his show before, right? Yes, I have. He's, I've been on there, too. He is just a funny dude, man. He is so funny. Uh, hey, Wendy's is taking the pretzel bun to a whole new level, introducing our new pretzel bacon pub cheeseburger. That's a quarter pound of fresh beef. Munster cheese. Applewood smoked bacon, a smoky honey mustard, crispy fried onions. Who doesn't like those? And a warm beer cheese sauce. That really puts it all together. And then it comes on a pretzel bun on top of everything else. It's delicious. You'll love it. People are waiting in line in drive throughs to get it. At a participating Wendy's for a limited time only, the Pretzel Bacon Pub Cheeseburger. Up next, a top five Friday on the fan. Who are your top five most important players on the Packers offense? Put them in order. I don't want names. I want them one through five. Who's the most important player in the offense? One, and go all the way down to five. Next, here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.